morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a Pin and a Napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 79, and this week we are going to talk about team bonding exercises. Now, uh, we the, the traditional phrase that we use is team bonding. Uh, some people can call it uh, culture building activities, but these are activities or events that are intended to bring your team closer together and Sometimes it's basketball related and sometimes it's not basketball related, but the whole related, but the whole goal of the activity is to make your team closer, to make your team want to fight for each other in a stronger fashion than maybe perhaps they would have before. So what are some things that that we have done that has uh, been good for us when it comes to team bonding exercises? Well, a biggest uh, the big one and and perhaps the biggest one in my eyes that is really really good for your team is going out and doing community service when you conscientiously go out and do community service for other people and you're not being rewarded for that i think that is one of the best things that you can do to show your team what is truly important in the the big scheme of things that that these lessons go well beyond basketball uh, we are really behind in our community service uh, want-to-dos in, in, in our desire to do things for our community, largely because of COVID. And we were unable to go out and do the community service that we would have liked to have done last year. Another great thing that we like to do, and the kids really enjoy doing this when we are in our preseason mode, is scavenger hunts. We do stuff where I give the, the kids a series of clues, and they've got to run all the way around campus and find and, and figure out the clues and figure out where they are. And and one clue leads to, to the next one. A leads to B, B leads to C, and whoever wins, wins. And so uh, that is something that our kids really, really like to do. It's a fun thing. They have no idea how hard they're working because they're, they're competing, and they're having fun with it. If you can do a team retreat, that is a great thing that you can do, especially if it's like an overnight retreat. Now, for some teams, for some programs, uh, that's really difficult to do, and I fully realize that. But if there's a way that you can just get your team completely away, isolate yourself, even if it's just for a few hours. Our football team uh, did a deal where they went up, they did some fishing, they did some uh, swimming together, uh, they played some cornhole, that type of thing, and they just got out of town for 12 hours. And it was a really, really good thing for them. Another thing that you can do is a buddy system type of thing where you can have, as, as Coach Meyer used to say, it, a veteran is always teamed up with a rookie. And that way you're bridging the gap between your juniors and your seniors and, let's say, your freshmen. Uh, that buddy system, that veteran and rookie system works really well. You are, uh, it is a responsibility of that upperclassman or that experienced player to get that younger player on board with everything that everybody else or that, that what is expected of your program. And that's something that is really, really simple to do. And especially, I would really encourage that with the, the larger 
a, a school that you have, the more I would do that because uh, your kids are getting lost in the shuffle in the hallways and in social situations. If you're in a in Nebraska, let's say, if you're in a class A school and, and you've got 2,500 kids in your school, I would really, really encourage you to have some sort of buddy system or mentoring program within your team so that your players, uh, your younger players can really see your, your older players and they can work together. And again, it's the responsibility of those older players to pass down the traditions and the cultures of your program to those younger players that are just coming in. A bowling night is also a lot of fun. Uh, the team goes out, you do some bowling, uh, you order some food, you hang out, and you just spend quality time together. Uh, it's, it's laid back, uh, some kids are going to do better than others. Everybody's going to have a lot of fun with it, and and it should be a lot of it should be a lot of fun for you to be able to do. And if you can if you can save up some of your money and and pay that uh, pay that bill, that's a great thing. You can ask your parents to maybe help you out with the expenses with the event, but it's it's a great thing to do. Another thing is a what we call a respect activity. Um, so. Everybody on your team, and we did this last year, and and it was it was really really positive for our team. We had each player put their name on a piece of paper, and we we got around after practice, and we just sat in a circle in the gym, and each player put their name on a piece of paper, blank piece of paper, and we passed that piece of paper around the circle, and we get you know we we had like a one minute time limit where you were responsible for writing down one thing uh, on that piece of paper that that player brings to our program and what positive aspects of that person is is really valued by the members of our program and that is that was something that was really really good for our team um another thing that you can do is what makes a great teammate and we've done this before where uh, we'll be in the locker room. And we did this a couple of times during the summertime where we have our players in the locker room and we go up to the whiteboard and we say, OK, what makes a great teammate? What are what are the um, what are the good things that uh, a great teammate does? And what are the aspects? And then, of course, once these things are put up on the board, we tell we turn around, and say, OK. How much of these things can each one of you control? Can every one of you in the room control? And almost 100% of what's on the board, every player can do. So if we've defined what a great teammate is, now everybody has, and this is something that was built by the kids, and they are now defining what a great teammate is, and if they know what it is, they should be able to live it out. Um Another one, and we do this, and this is a process, and, and this might be a, a Foundation Friday or some sort of concept all unto its own. And if you want to know, let me, let's put it this way. If you want to know more about this, um, reach out to me, and I'll guide you through it, but I'm not going to do it on a Foundation Friday because I try to keep these around uh, 10 or 10 to 12 minutes, and, and we could go off the deep end. But building a team covenant. Uh, and and the promises, uh, the covenant, uh, the the promises that we make to one another as a team, and and this is this is a rather involved process. It takes 
two or three meetings of of about a half hour or so for our players to come up with the covenant every year. Uh, think of it, is, if you will, as kind of like your team's declaration of independence. And you're signing on to this, and if you're going to be part of this program for this season, this is these are the standards and these are the ideas that we really hold our, ourselves accountable to. And so, like I said, if you want to know more about how we do our covenant, feel free to reach out to me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com, or you can direct message me on Twitter. A couple other things that we did this summer, and it went over really, really well. Uh, we had a couple of days during our, during our summer camp, and we did two things. Uh, one was our pillars. Okay, so in our program, we have four pillars. Three of them are permanent. Number one, we want to have a great culture. Number two, we want to develop shooters within our program. Number three, we want to control tempo. And then the fourth thing is dependent on each season and what we think is a, uh, the, the, the most important pillar when it comes to that squad. For example, for the, for the 2021 season, it was value possession. We need to value possession much better than what we did the year before, what the, the kids did the year before. Okay, uh, This year for us, it's finish. And so we had them write down, what does the word finish? Uh, what are situations or what are concepts in which the word finish applies to us? And Again, it's them defining their concepts and their bonding over what they're going to hold each other accountable to. The other thing that we did um, is we, we, we split our whiteboard in half, and we had two questions. Do you know what my expectations are of you? So this is Coach Plum saying, all right, what are my expectations? Do you know what my expectations are of you? And we had them write it up on the board. And then the other thing that we did is we asked our players, do you know what it takes to stay in the game? You know, once you get into the game, what are the things that we are really looking at for you to stay in the game? And that was something that we really bonded with. Uh, We've done other things, uh, random, and again, I'm a history guy, so we stopped a couple of places, and we just gave random history lessons along the route to a team camp this summer. We actually stopped in front of, you know, it's a little bit easier for us being here just outside of Omaha. We stopped in front of Warren Buffett's house. We took a picture outside of Warren Buffett's house, and we talked about investing and how Warren Buffett, you know, we see of him as the one of the richest men in the world today, but he made his money by working really, really hard every day and investing a little bit at a time. And those small investments eventually ended up making him one of the five richest men in the world, depending on the day. So uh, little things like that, that you can do to use as examples to bond your team together, to bring them together. And again, I I realize that some programs are more capable of doing things. Uh, Maybe it's money. Maybe it's uh, the rules of your school. For example, you'd love to do an overnight retreat with your team, but because of the rules in your school, you're not allowed to do that. Okay, how can you circumvent that? How can you get around that? Uh, just things to think about as you get ready, as we start the, the, the beginning of the school year, and now we have this buildup to really start plotting uh, over the next couple of months what we want our team to be and what you want the culture and the, and the camaraderie of your team to be like. So this has been Foundation Friday number 79, uh, Team Bonding Activities. Uh, 
I mentioned it already. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, uh, if you have any questions on this one, email me at penandanapkin at gmail.com. Look up a penandanapkin.com. I'm going to do some redesigning of the website here over the next few days. Got some things that we're going to bring out next week when it comes to the website. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, keep looking on SoundCloud and, and iTunes. Like, rate, review. Give us five stars. We'd love to hear from you. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.